0: So yesterday, we jumped to the end of the Seder. I was just a bit worried that perhaps we might not uh, get to Khadgajol and I'm quite obsessed with that particular part of the Seder. And previously, I had actually spoken about um, Avodim HaYinu, and I mentioned at the time that it's quite out of character for me to spend time discussing that, because normally speaking, I like to move straight on to what I consider, what I learned from my is the main part of the Haggadah. And I mentioned at the time, and I'm sorry if this is a repeat for those who've, who have heard this bit before, but you have the, the child who comes home with his pile of Torah, and everybody's looking very worried except the child himself is looking forward to saying all the Torah. and as we said everybody suddenly gets very frum and says oh we have to get to the Afikoimon by Chatsois and so quick skips um you know just you know say one or two save the, some for the second night save some for lunch uh, we've got the rest of Pesach uh, we've got shulchan anything but you know, spending every single um, paragraph saying Divri Torah on everything. And then when it gets to Tseo Lamad, bang, all the Divri Torah really go out the window because suddenly, Tseo Lamad, and, 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 and zooming through those pasukim Zooming through everything, and, and um, uh, you know, one of the children says, Oh, I've got a on that. I'll say it later, Shuchanach. I'm already on to the next, uh, on to the next uh, uh, paragraph or the next posik, etc. And then, and then uh, finally, finally, um, um, we get to say a devater on Dayenu. And then we're up to Hallel, and you know the rest follows. And you've missed out, you know, bits of Telemad, but oh, you know what? It's not that important. As long as we've said stuff about the Manish Tanar, as long as we've said stuff about the four sons, as long as we've, as we've sung Vahisha Omdor, um that you know, the the and and, and said the appropriate jokes, you know, um that it behold overdo it's Pesach time, so in every generation they try to feed us chala, and Hashem gives us matzah, or saves us, haha, very funny, etc. And then, you know, all, 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 all associated jokes with that. And you realise that um, actually, having a closer look at things, you've missed the main part of the Haggadah. It's true, Rabbi Gamliel says, that you've got to mention Pesach, Matzah, or Moror, but the main part of Sipuri at Mitzrayim, which is something that we've been um, speaking about, making it real for yourself, feeling as though you're, you're in it in the actual moment, are the Pasukim of *Seolamad*. *Seolamad* is where the story itself begins from the Pasukim. And um, and then Haggadah delves into each individual posuk, and what does mean? Vayanunu, etc. and 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 not through a man, not through a sorah. And what does it mean, Hashem, doing All of these things, some of which we hopefully will return to before Pasach. So um, this is Tzelemad is actually the bit that I normally start from, and so I want to make sure that I go back to. My basics, anyway, which is to look at that. Tse-o-lamad. Go and see, go out and see, and learn rather, what Lovon sought to do to my father, our father. Parayoni um, decreed for the males. Lovon wanted to uproot everything. Shanam, um, it says, Arami Ovid Ovi, which all sorts of translations you'll find. Um, either my father was a wandering Aramean, could be a reference to Yaakov, or Avram, um, or Arami Ovedovi could be that Lovon sought to destroy my father, all sorts of different interpretations. He went down to Egypt. And he stayed there, few in number, and he became a great nation, etc., etc. Okay, very nice. But let's just focus again. One moment. This is Seder right? Aha. Uh-huh. This is the story of That's right. This is the story of how Paroi was such a bad guy, and we beat him, or rather Hashem beat him. Yay, fantastic, amazing. Um, I'd like to bring a little bit of a moshal, a silly moshel, but then actually see that potentially that applies here. So imagine I decide to... Uh, I want to tell everybody about my amazing, amazing holiday in Scotland. And I show you the breathtaking pictures in the Highlands. And I show you a picture of myself um, at the summit of Ben Nevis. Wow, it's so impressive and amazing. Everybody's like saying, wow, that's fantastic. And I say, yes, and this is the reason I brought you here this evening, is to show you my Scotland holiday and how amazing Ben Nevis is. Oh, and by the way, just over here, I've got my photos of uh, my holiday from the previous year in the Himalayas. Well, that's ridiculous, because what you've just done is you've negated your Scottish holiday, really, because in relation to it's practically flat compared to the Himalayas, which is, really is breathtaking. And you, you, you've done no justice to it. Ridiculous, huh? Right? But that's exactly what the Haggadah seems to do. We're trying to learn about Yttes Mitzrayim and about Paro and how bad he was. So go out and learn what Lovon tried to do to Yaakov because Paro only decreed against the males, but Lovon wanted to uproot everything. So Lovon's even worse. Yeah. Uh, hang on. That means that is not so bad. Um, so what are we doing with Haggadah? Now, you could answer a few things there are a few things that you could say which um, especially because it does seem to imply that Lovon was worse so on the one hand yes you can say that Lovon started all the work Lovon is the precursor to Oris, and there are many many illusions allusions that is um, that Lovon was either reincarnated into someone who is very, very relevant to our story, because we know that Paro had three advisors. Yisroi, the good one, Eoiv, the well, let's call him neutral for the moment, and Bilom, the bad one, the evil one. So there are many sources that indicate that Lovon was reincarnated into Bilon. There are others who say he was Bilom or he was a descendant. Um, uh, uh, sorry, that Bilom was a descendant of Lovon, whatever, either or. So, yes. So in that sense, Lovon starts the story. However, we still need to understand Paroi a little bit. Paroi, when it gets to Paroi, this thing about him trying to get rid of the males it's amazing because it's so insidious. We spoke about Paro, this 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 seductive tongue, this 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 mouth that was able to make you to convince you that ah, he's actually quite a good guy. He's not so bad. That's how he gets everybody involved with the building. But consider this, because you think about it, as the Gemara points out, Paro wants to destroy the Jewish people. He's a fool. Get rid of the women, not the males. You only need one male. And surely, you know, and, and and by the way, isn't it matrilineal? There is an opinion that before Matan Torah, before the Torah was given, that Judaism would have gone through the father. Leaving that to one side, why get rid of the males? You're still going to have loads of Jews if the women folk stay alive. Isn't that the case? But no. See this. And if you understand this, you'll understand another point of what's happening in Mitzrayim, which leads to the birth of the Jewish people when they go through the Yom Zav. Because what goes through the male? Tribal identity. Tribal identity. That is the um, Koyin, Levi, Yisrael, whichever Shavit you go to. So important is that fact that there's a well-known Midrash that many of you know, that there wasn't just one path through the Yom Zav. there were 12. So what? It's not impressive enough. You need to have a cool miracle. Obviously, it's deeper than that. And this is telling you that there are different pathways. Each shevet, each tribe would have had its own way, its own method of getting there as long as the tachlis, as long as the end point is to get to avoid Hashem, to get to the right point in serving Hashem. Tribal identity in the right manner, rather than being tribalism, in sense of separatist and, and 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 being something where you're against other tribes, which unfortunately did descend to in later times in Nach, and that caused a lot of problems. But no, if you understand you're part of a klal, part of, of a, um, a general people, but you have your own roles and responsibilities, that's real tribal identity. Um, we compared the other day Achashverosh, Um, Purim and Pesach, Achashverosh, who dresses up like Aaron Akon, as the Kohen Gadol at the feast, he says, oh, look at me, I pursue peace, I try and and please everybody. No, his idea of homogeneity was everyone's exactly the same. But that only leads to murderous ideas and and crazy, crazy stuff. No, the idea here is that the tribal identity Parah was trying to destroy is the identity which will allow a person to get to the path to serve Hashem.